Hello and welcome to True Achievements Podcast number 39, which may confuse some people after I told everyone it was episode 40 last week, <laughs> uh, which it wasn't. I got my, my maths wrong, which is embarrassing. How are we all? I've got Dave and Jack with me. Dave, how are you? I'm very good. Excellent. Jack, how are you? I'm pretty good too, thanks. Pretty good and very good. That's that's fine by me. I'm okay myself. Good. <laughs> um, all spectrums of good. <laughs> yeah, we're covering all bases, no matter what your mood, we, you can empathise with us. Let's crack on. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Dave, you've got some interesting ones. Let's start with you. Okay, uh, so we've all played this this week, so we might as well have a bit of chat. Yes, let's have a chat. So I about... started it like I played maybe one game before last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. You did. And NBA 2K, The Prelude. Yeah, since got on to finish it. How about you guys? How far have you gotten it? Jack's finished it. Yeah, I've got the four one thousand Gs. Just I've only played the tutorial first bit, which gets you two achievements, I think. Oh, and then I made my man. All right, okay. I yeah. made my, I made the ugliest man I could, which I imagine <laughs> most of us have done. That's <laughs> what I did. Jack's fellow looked very odd. Oh yeah, he sent me a screenshot of his. Yeah, yeah. we'll put that <laughs> up on the, uh, a, on the on the story. Horrendous nose with his face. <laughs> um. So, I haven't played an NBA game for a long, long, long time. In fact, I'm not even sure I have ever played one. Um, but I struggled a lot with the controls just in the tutorial section. Yeah. So, the tutorial is like about, what is it, 10 minutes? Yeah, long, I guess something so, like yeah. that. And they sort of cycle through various button press combos to teach you how to play the game, sort of. It's kind of as um, stuff happens in the game, isn't it? So they'll... Yeah, but they also repeat them which is annoying and you have to sort of wait till they finish hmm. telling you about it and then click b to go back to the game itself but um i wasn't very good i have to say my defense seemed to be the main issue i was all right going forward and then once i learned about like the bounce pass and the overhead pass that seemed to make things a bit more interesting yeah my shooting was okay but i struggled a bit like because there seems to be multiple ways to do most of the things so you could either use the right stick or you could use a button combo yeah. to do like shooting and all that sort of jazz. It's similar uh, which to seemed those. a bit weird because I, I, I just want to be told one way to do it. Because I ended up trying both or accidentally flicking the right stick when I was trying to do something else and shooting like Jack did once with amazing. We'll stick the game <laughs> clip up of uh, Jack trying to do some dribbling with the best three-pointer I've ever seen. It's almost similar to the skill stick, isn't it? In uh, Do they used to have that in FIFA? Yeah, yeah they still do a bit of that. It's on the right trigger. So the thing that confused me a little bit about it is in the tutorial mode, you're controlling everybody. And then you hop into the career mode and you've just got control of your player. Ah, So I was initially pushing A to try and pass to other people. And And it was just my character waving his arms and passed to me. And they always ignore me. (laughs) That wasn't too bad because I've played uh, that kind of mode on FIFA where you play as your own person. Yes. But the the last, I think, probably... NBA game I played was like NBA Jam or something. Yeah, that was like two on two, and you could just charge through and do crazy dunks and stuff. So I just found that I had no space, you know, try to get in close to do a dunk, and you, I was just nowhere. I couldn't get even near the basket most of the time. Or I kept giving away fouls. D was much better than my D. And as well, some of the rules, like I kept getting penalised for standing somewhere that I shouldn't be for too long and stuff. So didn't really. Have a clue. <laughs> the ladies' changing room. It did look good. <laughs> it did look quite nice, didn't it? Like the oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. nice. I mean, the presentation's 
top notch. Well, it, um, it hasn't inspired me to pick up the full game just because I'm so, okay, that was I'm gonna so be poor at it. <laughs> just I don't understand yeah. the game. I mean, I imagine it's similar to someone coming just trying to pick up pick up and play FIFA that's never played it before. It exactly. would be a real challenge. Um, well, so yeah, I don't yeah, know. I need to, I'm obviously going to finish it. Oh, the, so the achievements we should mention uh, are incredibly easy. It just takes a couple of hours to get through them all. So they're almost impossible to fail, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I think there's one way you can fail them. A couple of people have had issues deleting their the save coins? game. If you delete your save game and boot it back up, then it will skip you on to the next match from the match you've been playing, which means you can't earn the achievements after that yeah, match. Don't delete uh, your save. So don't delete your save. Why would anyone do that anyway? Yeah. Um, it's free. It's a thousand game score in about two hours. So uh, get it, if, especially if you've got any skill in NBA, any sort of basketball game, you'll rattle through <laughs> right. it. Yeah. No problem at all. I think the only achievement um, to watch out for is the points-based achievement because you've got to buy an attribute. And if you don't have enough points by the end of it, you're going to have to spend a little bit of money on a pack. Real money. Yeah, so no, real I, money. I had, after the tutorial, I had enough to buy one. There was so, one for 400 points or something okay. that I bought. So straight after the tutorial, I bought that and did it. So when you said oh, okay. you only just had enough at the end of it, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I lost over that of a start and went straight from the tutorial into the first game because I assumed I hadn't earned okay. any points at that point. And right, so um, do it after I the started losing points because I was playing so badly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check that out later. Yeah. Um, what else have you been playing, Dave? All right, uh, me and Jack did the 360 version of Minecraft, same as we did the week before, just boosted it in a single game. Yeah. Uh, Harkon played it ages ago, but there was... Yeah, I remember talk- you talking about this. This there is was... a, sp- uh, a flight fighting... Uh-huh. It's a mech thing. Air- Oh, okay, not flying. Um, the the final two achievements is one as you as your character gets like damaged, there's an option to repair, and one of the achievements was for killing a hundred mechs while repairing, which doesn't you don't see very often because they tend to obviously back off into somewhere safe to repair. So, me and Jack boosted that. It's easier if you if you've got quite a few people who can get a session. It's probably pretty quick, but doing it just me and Jack, you've got to kill somebody, wait for them to spawn, wait for them to come back again and stuff, but. Finish that, and then the last one, it gives you points after each game, and then you can purchase different mechs as you go along. And one of the the last achievement we needed was tied to one of these mechs that's like quite advanced up, so you got to save up for a while. So that was the only reason that one took a while. But it's it's not a bad game. It's not great. It's like a poor man's Titanfall, really. Yeah. Okay. Light Titanfall too. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Shots fired. Um. Cool. So. The Forza Horizon 3 demo came out this week. Uh, I downloaded it. It was massive, 19 gig. Did anyone else play it? I did. Oh, you played the demo as well. Okay, cool. Um, you've actually got the game now, haven't you? Yes. You evil man. <laughs> so much jealousy. Okay, so the demo was basically what we played at Gamescom, and then it moved into an open worldy um, where you could do a lot more stuff. The very restricted part of the map. Uh, I. I I rattled through the first bit. Obviously, that was brilliant. We played it a couple of times before. Um, so you've got a normal race down to the festival itself um, in a couple of different vehicles. Uh, and then it did the showcase event that we did before, which was also awesome. And then um, it popped up a thing to pre-order the game, the digital editions, all mm-hmm. three of them. And then it said, if you want to carry on the demo, just press a button. So I did that. And then immediately, um, my I was just driving along to the first point it says to go to. And... Uh, a driver tower appeared of uh, one of my friends, uh, Ghost World uh, Tony, who uh, is a big Forza fan too. And um, 
it popped up a thing saying flash your lights at him and you can give him a race. And he was in some awesome car. I don't know what it was, but it looked amazing. Amazing body kit on it. It looked fantastic and it was really fast. But I was still in the Lamborghini. So I flashed my lights at him and we had a race and I just about beat him. But that was really enjoyable. And you sort of forget the the speed. Like when yeah. you're flying down the motorways, it's really, really fast. Like any little mistake and you're hitting the sides. And that felt brilliant. And then uh, my wife came home. So I, I turned off the Xbox and went to play it again later. But it doesn't pick up from where you left off. You have to go through all the start oh, yeah, again, including okay. the cutscene. So I was like, oh, what a shame. Um, but, but it felt great. Did, did you manage to play a bit more than that? Yeah, I, I probably, I think, is there about five events in it or something like that in the demo? Oh, okay. So I did quite a few races. Yeah, it's basically just showing you different bits of the game that you can do. I, I enjoyed it. But like you said, that, that sense of speed when you're in that Lambo, and, yeah. and, you, and that section of the map seems to be really long, windy roads where you don't have to brake very often. Yeah. And the sense of speed you get on that is amazing. Yeah, I'd sort of not really thought about that at all. <laughs> I was just expecting lots of turning and funky vehicles, but actually the, the speed part's amazing. Um, so that was really cool. And you've now got the real game, so we can expect a review. It's embargoed till the 20th, 20th right? yeah. So hopefully you'll get a chance to give that a proper play over the weekend i've probably done about 10 hours so far already yeah amazing and well it's embargo so we can't talk about it no. um cool so check out the demo uh the game releases on ultimate edition in advance next friday i believe and then for everyone else it's the tuesday after yeah I have also been playing Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. So we played a bit of this at Gamescom and we were both really impressed with it. Yeah. Um, so I pre-ordered it uh, pretty much as soon as we got back and it arrived a couple of days early. I don't even think it's out. It wasn't out till... Yeah, you got it well early, didn't you? I did. I got it on Saturday and it wasn't out till Tuesday or something, which is quite, a, quite an early one. Um, but annoyingly, for the first three days, none of the servers worked. Right. So I could only play offline stuff. Um, and none of the achievements were... Well, they were popping, but I couldn't. We didn't have the list, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Because um, they they held it back, which is really annoying. So you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, but I was checking the 360 list, and I, pretty much everything I popped was also in the 360 list. So I assume they are identical, actually. Um, it's good. I I wasn't very good at it, which surprised me. I used to play a lot of PES for a long time. PES was my go-to game when FIFA was a bit rubbish in the 90s, late 90s. Pro Evolution Soccer was the one to play. Um, and then it gradually sort of shifted. Yeah. And Pro Evolution Soccer sort of stagnated and FIFA just went leaps and bounds um, in front of it. And this is the first... I mean, for, I think for the last few years, Pez has been getting better and better reviews. And I haven't really picked it up. Um, I think I picked it up two years ago, but I didn't get last year's. Um, apart from some of the controls being different, like the run button is, in a, is on the shoulder, which is a bit annoying if you're used to it being on one of the triggers. Generally, it's a very similar feeling game. Uh, but I wasn't very good at it. I haven't played it that much. I went online on Wednesday. So Spurs played their f- <laughs> Champions opening Champions League game at Wembley on Wednesday. And I went to the pub and had quite a few beers and watched us lose. I got home and I was like, well, I want to play some Pez. I couldn't get myself to play as Spurs because obviously we just lost. So I was on a downer. Um <laughs> So I chose City because I thought, oh, well, they're, they're going to be really strong. And weirdly, the first matchup again is against someone playing as Tottenham. Right. And I was just like, oh, and then they beat me 1-0. But neither of us were very good. It was just a really scrappy, rubbish game. Um, so I think I need to put in some 
some hours. There's a good tutorial mode actually, which is quite enjoyable. Um, and then there's a ton of different game modes. So I will spend a lot more time on that. Looking at the achievements, some of them look like a real nightmare. There's some for like being the top player in be a pro mode across each different continent. And obviously to do that, you need to be playing a whole season in that continent. It's weird um, because, do you know, on, for some reason, not a great deal of TA people play PES. So there's not many guides, but I went back, I think I reviewed maybe two or three years ago. Yeah. And they had guides from the previous year and you could basically choose Do the to same thing. Messi and just sim a season and win one of them. Oh, okay. And then change it in the editor or something. It was something you can sim like, the whole season. Yeah, and get them. So it's not as bad as you think. I don't Okay. If it works Even though you've got to sim like 50 odd games, that's going to be. No, I think you could just sim to the end of the season. Like there's an option just to go. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not sure that they have that, but I will check that out. Anyway, I've quite enjoyed it. Um, I'll still, I'll probably probably pick up FIFA as well, but I imagine that will be on the pre. What are that'll the, be on EA um, access graphics like on? Because I know uh, um, Gamescom they showed the clubs that they've got like official licenses for. Yeah, and, there are. They looked those. they looked really impressive. Like graphically, the faces. It was almost like you were watching an instant replay from. I the tell TV. you what, when when they show goal celebrations and the replays of goals, it looks incredible. It's like really, really good. It's just as good as FIFA. The the fa- the face mapping and all that stuff. Um, the annoying thing about Pez, which has always been there, is that they only have licenses for a couple of teams. So. Spurs are called North London White or something <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so that's really frustrating, and they've barely got any of them. Right, okay. Um, so you have to sort of work out who they are by who the players in the team are, which is a bit annoying. But the players, right, then, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the players are fine, which right. is odd. I suppose it's different licensing. But anyway, I will put some more hours into that and, and um, talk about it a bit more next week. Oh, no, I'm not here next week. You guys will <laughs> learn about it a week after that. Um, Jack, mm-hmm. you've been testing your home internet connection. Yeah, I have. So I've jumped into a couple of different Halo games. Um, played a little bit of Halo 4 on the Xbox 360, which I hadn't played before, but it's super old, so I won't talk about that. And uh, the newest Halo title is Halo 5 Forge. Mm-hmm. which is a Windows 10 title, and it's just the Forge mode from Halo, but playable on a PC with the kind of custom multiplayer aspect as well. And it's wow. a big old download, 35 gigs Oof. on my home and internet free. connection. <laughs> it's a bit tedious to download, but yeah, it's free as well. And wow. it's a thousand gamer score, and most of it's quite easy. So, it's so worth... you actually play the game on the PC, like the yeah. first person shooter aspect of it? Yeah, so it, okay. the main aspect is obviously creating maps, but then you can spectate games and you can join games with other people and host custom games with the maps you've built. So I think it's up to uh, 16 players or something. So oh, cool. It's basically just a small portion of the Halo 5 Guardians in or on a PC, which is quite good because it's kind of bringing Halo back in that direction. So I mean, were you playing with a controller? or I was um, just playing with a keyboard. Ooh. Keyboard and mouse. So, is it possible to play it with a controller? Yeah, I imagine it would be because it's just uh, runs in a Windows 10 app wrapper, so same as Forza Apex. So it definitely support cool. the controller. Okay, sweet. So check it out; it's free. Have you finished it? Um, not yet. So I put it in for about 15 minutes or so, and I've already got 200 odd gamer score in it. So in 15 minutes, wow, yeah, not too bad. Very impressive. Um, Dave, what else have you been playing? You've been playing loads this week. 
Yeah, last episode of Minecraft Story Mode came out. Finished that. Kind of glad it's over now, to be honest. <laughs> it's like gone on a year or something. This and it gets added more episodes. And then the last, the last episode's called the end of the journey? Question mark. So I'm hoping oh. they don't bolt on another three episodes. Or something. The start of a new journey for next episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It started off what all right, and then it, I kind of found it's got each episode seems to have got a little bit shorter mm-hmm. and a little bit samey at this point now. So glad it's over, and the the fact that these episodes are like five pounds something each compared to yeah, it's... normally they're like three or four quid, aren't they? So it's like they just <laughs> feel like they're just cash grabbing like anything on that one. But yeah, glad it's over now, done. And then the last one I played was because my son popped an achievement while I was at Gamescom is yes. Skate Three. <laughs> so I suck at skate games, you know, because it, it's all on your right stick, and I end up tying my thumb in knots. And but I've been doing all right, working through like the single player. If you want to play it, so even though the servers aren't offline, they're just non-responsive at all at the moment. So there's quite a few multiplayer achievements and community-based achievements that I can't do at the minute. So I think I'll just... I'm getting done with it now. I think I'll call it a day. Like I think I've got to the the ceiling of my skill in the game and uh, I'll just leave it there. Um, Anything else? A little bit of Overcooked just because the kids enjoy it. it's It's an annoying game now because the first achievement you pop is 1G. Yes. And the last achievement is 199G for <laughs> getting getting three stars on every map. And I'm playing with an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old who sit screaming at each other when they get something wrong. Oh, no. So I've got a feeling I am never going to get that one at the end unless somebody, unless a, a fly, get one of you to come up and stay yeah. the weekend just to play Overcooked or something. <laughs> well, I bought it. I still haven't played it yet. I've been waiting for a night that me and Siobhan can play it properly. Be, it's, so. it's really fun game and... It's hectic. It's, <laughs> but it's a shame that there's no multiplayer, like online multiplayer. Online, yeah. But I suppose part of the fun is just sitting screaming at each other and getting confused. So, cool. Okay, I played one other game. Okay, which was Pac-Man Championship Edition Two. Oh. I was a big fan of the first uh, Championship Edition. I think it was called DX. They've changed the naming slightly. It's amazing <laughs> how much they can innovate on such a classic um arcade game really there's something new uh loads of new stuff in this one so dx was quite innovative in itself it's a bit of a like the music's really like ravey and the graphics are all a bit mad um so it's quite an intense game and this carries on that vibe but there's a new mechanic in this where you can bump into ghosts and you make them angry so they don't actually kill you immediately um which is cool there's also like a, a you can get a bomb which will transport you back to the home spot where it's actually a safe zone so you can actually sit there while the ghosts move around and all that you'd think would make it much easier but actually because the speed of the game is so ridiculously <laughs> fast um that it's it's quite um it's still really tricky and the achievements are a lot of them are tied to getting s level scores so it's got this traditional japanese scoring system so you go from like a d C, B, A, based on how good your score is. Um, and then you get an S if you've done it like amazingly well. Um, there's tons of content. There's about 100 levels across two different modes. There's like a, an adventure mode and a score attack mode. Um, 
and there's like 100 different levels as I say each one's between 5 and 10 minutes it's a set time and you just have loads and loads of different maps that you need to clear but it's really about perfecting the route around so generally there'll only be one route of dots so the idea is to try and stay on that entire route the whole time as quickly as possible without deviating from it at all um, and then on the odd levels where you actually get a power pill it's about getting those ghosts as quickly as possible so you don't waste too much time but they run away from you really quickly and they also seem to take routes that you wouldn't expect so actually it's really tricky but um i've got about six achievements so far maybe um there's probably another 14 to go or something but i'm really enjoying it it's, i'm not enjoying it quite as much as the first one but it's still great it's still innovative and there's still a ton of content there so i recommend it is that just uh an, like a download title only yeah yeah, yeah digital only right. it's about a tenner i think okay Cool. I think that's it for what we've been playing. Let's talk about site news. So we have, last week we announced um, Ultimate Head to Head 2. There is one week left to get registered. In fact, this time next week is when it closes. So you've got a week to go. We're up to almost 1,500 registrations now. We're going to send a PM out to anyone that was in last year's event that hasn't yet registered for this one, just to let them know in case they've missed the news. And we'll do a reminder story today as well that you've only got one week left to get registered. But yeah, 1,500 already. We want to beat... I think last year we had 1,670, something like that. So it'd be really cool to beat that. I'm just finishing off the code for the group stage at the moment. So that should all be ready to go next week. Jack. Yep. So Genre had, system. Yeah, a bit of an update on the multi-genre system. So we're pretty much ending, uh, nearing the end of the initial voting phases. And we've had quite a lot of titles that didn't get too many votes which, looking at some of them, it's obvious people have looked at them and thought, ah, this is, one's pretty obvious, I'm not going to vote on oh, it. Oh, really? Other okay, so that's the majority. On it. Um, but we've decided to open up any that didn't get that many votes for another two weeks of voting. Um, and we've also sent a PM out to everybody that's played one of the games that is in voting that they haven't already voted on. So it'd be cool. like, really appreciate the help if you haven't voted on it and you've got a bit of time, a couple of minutes to spare. Um, yeah, it doesn't take long. No, nah, it doesn't take long. We've added a couple of handy buttons, so there's now a next unvoted game button on the voting page, so it's a little bit easier for you to navigate yeah, between. you should be able to rattle through yeah. 100-odd games in no time at all, really. Yeah, 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes, there you go. Yeah, so that's um, open for two weeks. Um, the PMs took a little bit longer to go out than I expected, so I'm going to uh, adjust the date for two weeks from today for each of okay. the titles. Cool. And then after that, we will implement the new leaderboards mm -hmm. and obviously the changes to the game pages to reflect the new genres. So it should be quite cool. Quite looking forward to it. Yeah, should be really good. Excellent. Regular news. Yes. So we started with something that was heavily rumored and finally revealed Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection, is coming on November the 15th. That includes... Two months. Yeah. Includes Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations, which, on a personal note, are probably three of my favourite Assassin's Creed games, so that's a Bruce Oh, bonus. for sure, yeah. <laughs> two and Brotherhood are amazing, they're the pinnacle. Yeah. All the uh, DLC is included if it was single player, none of the multiplayer is included if you'd That's quite player. interesting, isn't it? I would imagine they'd have had to maybe rework all of that stuff completely. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting because each of, I know Brotherhood and. Revelations, Revelations both had multiplayer. Uh, multiplayer achievements in it, so it'll be interesting to see if they just boost some of the other ones up a little bit, or if they had some new ones in. Mm -hmm. But there, there was some DLC that was single player. Did you did you 
playing the DLC first. I can't remember. It might have been Revelations. There was like a first-person mode where you were flipping up shapes and things to get around like a little puzzle. So I presume that sounds vaguely vaguely familiar. But yeah, that'll be out November fifteenth. If you're interested, I'm going to be all over that one. I think because there's no obviously no Assassin's Creed this year coming out. They're taking a year off for the movie. Uh, Okay. So get into that one. Um, This is interesting. They didn't put one in, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, it's just the Ezio collection, isn't it? So oh, I see. The first one was Altair. Mm, That's right. Yeah. Uh, next bit, something we actually discussed on the podcast last week with our interview with Grant, and it was quite yep. cool because we got to hear about this a few hours before they announced Everybody it, else. so we had to mm. wait for the podcast to go up. <laughs> Forza Horizon 3 includes 150 songs and access to Microsoft Groove. Groove. So there's, I think in the game, I think there's eight or nine radio stations, yeah. um, different genres of music, uh, everything from drum and bass, classical, dance, hip-hop, all sorts. Or, like you say, if you've got a Groove subscription, you can uh, build your own playlist and just listen to that as you cruise around. Yeah, or I think you can just put stuff straight from your OneDrive on there as well. So you can just copy tracks straight into your OneDrive and have them appear, which is really sweet. But that's pretty interesting. Uh, The music aspect is so good in Horizon. Yeah, totally. Um, If you want to learn more about that, have a listen to last week's... uh, podcast if you didn't yeah. talk about that in quite detail seriously 4.0 um we got <sighs> sort of like part of the yes what was required for it they've uh, now given the final three bits get all five classes in the horde 3.0 up to level 10 mm-hmm. right um, you got to level any five horde skills to level five and then complete all 10 on disc maps from wave one to 50 on any difficulty though so i presume that should be pretty straightforward okay even on any difficulty that's quite a cool um, collection of the uh class system something new they've done for this horde so there's uh five classes engineer heavy scout sniper and soldier each has a different sort of starting weapon and ability Uh, probably the best way to if you're interested in that kind of thing is read the story because there's quite a bit on there on the classes and the skills that you've got and things like that i'll link to it in the show notes doesn't sound as bad as it doesn't does it? Just <laughs> 3.0 so but we don't know what's involved in getting to level 10 so no it could take a while oh we've got some new xbox one accessories mm. so we've got two new con- new controller colors i don't i think i had actual description one's pale blue <laughs> mm. it's very bright blue yeah and then there's one that's sort of like a black and purple pink I'd call that Purple, pink. pink. And then there's a new stereo headset, which looks just like the old stereo headset, but in white, to be honest. that's Yes, that looks quite nice, actually. So I've got the free little rubbish one, but that yeah. stereo one looks nice. Yeah, it does. I, th- I think it wasn't too expensive either the last time. If it is the same, I'm not sure if it is exactly the same as the old one, but... Uh, $65. Wow, <laughs> okay. So you might be better. Um, and they've also up- updated the... Regular wireless controller um, to use the same as the Xbox One S design, which has a few tweaks. Oh, the Bluetooth and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Uh, sad news: South Park, the fractured but whole, is delayed until the quarter one, twenty seventeen. Mm. Which is a bit of a weird one because 
you wouldn't think they'd have to do much to the engine or anything like that because it, the graf- no. graphically it was perfect last time around. So I don't know whether... And you, you said you played it at Gamescom, didn't you, Jack? Yeah, I did. Um, it was quite interesting. So when we were sitting playing it, it was um, I was sitting on one console, a guy to the left of me on another one, and we had a guy between us with a headset on um, kind of telling us what to do. And he was like, oh, when you get to this point, wait, and I'll describe what to do. And there are a couple of mini-games that didn't have any user feedback yet so he's just like oh just make this action on the controller and you'll finish it and win <laughs> right, okay so it was, it was it felt solid though um it sounds like they just added they need more time to add polish to it yeah uh, well the first game was quite long wasn't it yeah so maybe it's just a case of finishing the plot but yeah no no actual new date given but q1 so i'm sure there'll be a new date revealed soon i always think it's quite sensible for the games that push to q1 because it's q4 is always so yeah packed yeah full of sometimes everything. i think it probably is like a marketing decision yeah you maybe. Know, just not enough space to fit it in or i think for one disadvantage of their changes they're going to miss the um kind of holiday period a little bit aren't they yeah but i don't know how much of a boost that would have given them to be honest because it's quite a bespoke game in terms of a sense of humour and... Yeah, I imagine people that are going to buy it have already made that decision. Yeah. Continuing the new Xbox goodies, uh, new Xbox One S Battlefield 1 bundles. There's a one terabyte bundle with the game. Basically, they're, they're probably the most interesting is the Battlefield 1 Storm Grey Special Edition. Yeah, it's a slightly a, odd colour scheme, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's grey, obviously. Grey um, Xbox One S. It looks a bit faded, just like you've left it out in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I really like that. It looks quite smart in black because they um, haven't got this just been white, hasn't it, the colour scheme so far? Yeah, exactly, yeah. For the S, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so check them out. Yeah, there's a few different options, different size, hard drives and all that kind of goodness. Rocket League has a hotfix on the way because last week they released a, uh, I think it was called Rumble Rumble Mode. Yeah. Yeah, and it caused some... Pretty bad frame rate issues. Patch incoming for that. Uh, no exact date for that one, but should hopefully be fixed soon. I have heard if you get in the frame rate issues, I, should, I think I saw on Reddit, if you try hard resetting your console, it fixes it. All right, okay. I'm not sure how long, so maybe it's like a memory leak issue or something like that. Yeah. This one I thought I'd just mention. Mark Delaney, MPB, did a really good kind of story or article on... Uh, what does the recently announced PS4 Pro mean for Project Scorpio? And he's kind of gone through each of the different bits of it, the name, the specs, developer relations, and all kinds of good stuff. It's, a, it's an interesting Great read. Yep. Yeah. So I'll link that one in the show notes for definite. And then that's it for really main news this week. Cool. Okay, let's move on to back compact news. We had a couple hit yesterday, or three. Yep. What were they, Jack? Uh, so it's three new titles. We had Bound by Flame, The Moor, and Virtue Fighter Five. Okay, I never played The Moor, but a um, lot of lot of love for it out there for it. I think. Yeah, I think it um, went games with gold a little while back because I had a copy ah. of my console. Um, for a couple of DLC packs, or a couple of quid each, but I actually used it in the last UHH. So. Okay. Uh, and that was it. Yep. No more. That's it for back cool. this week. So did we open our mailbag up, mailbag up this week? We did, and I've actually had a question this morning, which is quite interesting that isn't on. 
I thought I'd give it a read just for a laugh. So have you ever, <laughs> are you getting spammed a lot at the moment by these seemingly sex pests, <laughs> robot things on Twitter? Some, They're not robots. Somebody's genuine <laughs> people. Amanda Reynolds wants to know, I'm looking for a hot guy. Are you? Am I looking for one or am I one? <laughs> no, she said, are you? Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> an uh, ambiguous question. Hashtag boobs. Meet me by the link on the top. Hashtag page. boobs. <laughs> so that's the first question. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm just going to say yes. All right. Serious ones. Uh, at DCM7734 wants to know, what childhood games would you love to see on Xbox? Uh, his personal choices were Super Mario 64, Army Men, and... This MX game I played on the PSX. Okay. Uh, this is interesting, actually. So recently, um, Dino Dini, who has the coolest name ever, uh, was a developer on the Amiga of a game called Kickoff, which was a uh, top-down, very, very fast football game. And they recently released a game on the PS4 called Kickoff Revival. Um which unfortunately has been completely panned. It's got one of the lowest scores on Metacritic I've ever seen, but I was really looking forward to playing that. Uh, so ideally, make a new version of that and make it good this time. <laughs> um, also, Wipeout 2097, which I briefly mentioned last week about one of the racing games with music that really just was amazing to play. Um, I'd love to see that. Obviously, it's never going to come because it's a Sony exclusive, but I'd love to see that on Xbox. And also Micro Machines. There's been a few... Um, sort of clones that I've played over the last couple of years, but a, a proper micro machines made by the original people would be fantastic. They're my three. Okay. Uh, I had a quick look at a game that I played years ago on the Game Gear. Okay. And I fi- finally figured out it was a football game, and it's actually Super Kickoff. <laughs> ah, how weird. <laughs> so, yeah, that I probably want. And then. I think others that I played as a kid have already kind of come to the 360 at least, like uh, Castle of Illusion. I played a lot of that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And what was the, it? was a Donald Duck one. Lucky Dine Capers, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. A lot of the games I had were kiddie games or puzzles, columns, things like that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I'm in a similar boat. So I was obviously a little bit later on in the console. Uh, game, but so there's a lot of SNES and Nintendo 64 for me as a kid. But Banjo Kazooie, that's already been yeah. remade. Um, Super Mario 64, though, that's a good shout out because that was a good game. Uh, going back a little bit further, you got Super Mario World, which would be awesome. Um, yes. Again, though, Nintendo, so it's never going to happen, is it? Yeah. Um, that's a first shout. Yeah. Okay, next question. From. Uh, Aaron J. Lee, 1983. Uh, what are your thoughts on Recall? <laughs> so, uh, UK, it's only just come out today. Today, yeah, released today on in the UK. So none of us have played it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But none of us are picking it up either. I mean, the, the reviews have been mixed, to say the yeah. least. It seems to be the best first three hours ever. <laughs> and then it just falls off it's a bit of a cliff. It's surprising because it had a lot of hype and a lot of promise and a lot of people saying, oh, it's going to be... Kind of not game of the year, but it's going to be up there. It's going to be good. And it just, well, I think a lot of it is good. It's just that there's not enough good. There's not enough good. <laughs> okay. No, it goes bad. I've kind of got less interested as they've announced more about it. To be honest, 
yeah. the first E3, though, when they showed it, you thought it was going to be, well, it was just a trailer on it, but you yeah. thought it was going to be like some big AAA thing, and then they announced it's it come out cheap. It's like, not a full price, no, either, like, isn't it? 30, is it £30? Mm. Yeah. Which is interesting for a game like that. It's almost like they didn't have confidence in releasing it at full price. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've got a review in the process. Yeah. Um, so that will be going up hopefully next week, and then, if not sooner. And then the last question is from our regular now, at the underscore rook underscore. If it were possible for you to replay any of your games in VR, what would you want to play? That's a cool question. Having played a bit of VR. Now, the problem with VR, unless you're in one of those walking around things, Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to use your controller for movement yeah. and I think that makes it a little bit weird um, but if we ignore that then I'm going to say any of the open world games because I think like GTA or Sleeping Dogs or something like that where you could actually walk around mm-hmm. and look around the whole environment would be absolutely amazing I think GTA would probably be incredible or any of the racing games because I think VR really works well with racing you can actually look look to your side See what cars are next to you. I think it plays well on the aspect of not being able to move as well because you're. Yeah, that works in racing games for sure. So I'm going to say I would say Forza Horizon Three because it's the topic of conversation at the moment, Uh, and then GTA. I think for me maybe it'd have to be something where you're kind of in first person, so like a racer. Yes. Or maybe a shooter, but like you said, the movement thing. So yeah, shoot is going to be difficult. I think yeah, because it'd just be weird moving but not moving. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, probably a racing game for me. Anything that involves anything like football or something that as cool as it'd be just wouldn't be immersive. Because unless you're kicking crap out of your kids and <laughs> telly's getting smashed and coffee tables going over, I was just thinking actually, assassins would be good. Those are, those worlds are amazingly rendered. Yeah. yeah, if you could do a first person. Wandering around those those environments, that would be very cool. I suppose Climbing up to the top of those buildings. Something like Minecraft, maybe? Because on the PS1, you've got those stupid torch things in your hand, haven't they, for movement? Oh, yeah. So you could kind of play that, I guess. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think anything with movement, you're restricted, aren't you, with how good it would actually be? I think so, yeah, I'm going racing. Mirror's Edge. Oh. Or I'd get sick. sick, yeah, that yeah. destroy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how bad for motion sickness would be. <laughs> but wow. um, saying that, though, there was the there's a snooker game, isn't there? Snooker VR coming out on the PlayStation, and that looks really interesting. That's VR, so you're kind of just over the table, moving your hands to. Okay. And that kind of lends itself well, but again, you need the split controller, really, don't you, for the lean and the yeah Q. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Okay, let's talk about new achievement lists. We've had a lot. Yeah, we've had tons. So, um, start off with the three re-releases. Well, I say three, but six, really. Six, really, yeah. Yeah, we've got um, Bioshock, the collection, that came out. Um, Bioshock 2 didn't have a multiplayer aspect, but so Bioshock 1, 63 achievements for 1,200 gamer score. Bioshock 2, 53 achievements for 1,035 gamer score. And Bioshock Infinite, 80 achievements for 1,670. So that's a total of almost 200 achievements for 3,905 gamers. Which is pretty interesting. Do we know how much this is retailing at? Um, it's normal retail. I checked wow, that is a bargain. So that's not too so bad. On Bioshock 2, they just 
quite literally removed any multiplayer achievements and left it whatever score it is left? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm going to have to check, actually. Cause yeah, I they must have done that. Yeah, there's no odd score. The DLC for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so all of these include um, any of the single-player DLC that came out, or in fact, all the—I don't think there was any multiplayer DLC. So all the all the DLC packs are involved in these. But as Jack says, some of the multiplayer stuff has been taken out. That's why the game score values are so weird. Yeah, definitely. Then up after that, we had the Dead Rising games. Uh, so Dead Rising, Dead Rising Two, Dead Rising Two off a record, and all of these have 50 achievements for a thousand gamer score. So 150 achievements for 3,000 overall. Which wow. again is pretty big haul. Mm. So if bad. you bought them two this week, you, you're pretty much set until getting on for Christmas, really. In terms, yeah, of <laughs> how so much, much you've got to play. Yeah. Um, then going through the other odd lists, we've got all the other ones that aren't packs. Uh, we've got Just Sing, fifty or oh, thirty-five achievements. Um, NBA Two K Seventeen, forty-nine achievements. Mountain Blade Warband, fifty-six achievements. The latest DLC for Minecraft Story Mode, Dave was talking about earlier. That's six achievements. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition 2, 18 achievements. And ReCore, 53 achievements. Which um, quite a few of them look to be tailored toward collectibles. And yeah. FIFA 17. And that was the, that's the main complaint about the reviews that I've read. The map's terrible and the, um, the collectibles are scattered everywhere. Oh. That's uh, interesting. And FIFA 17, we had the Xbox One release hit, which is slightly different because it has the journey mode included in it. Yay! Very much looking forward to playing so the journey mode. Four achievements attached for journey mode, and there are 44 achievements overall and one challenge. I take it the challenge is for playing in EA Access like they normally do? Uh, I think it was for one day of a challenge, if I remember. I haven't looked a at one it. One day challenge. But yeah, it seemed very odd and very. Uh, mm. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, releases. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's a, a lot of the stuff we talked about last week is actually coming out today in the UK, including Recall. Um, but next week we have Dear Esther, NBA 2K17, mm-hmm. and Last Fight all on Tuesday in the US. We also have some DLC. We've got uh, Rise of Iron in Destiny and um, Episode 2 in Batman the Telltale series. And then Wednesday next week, we have Firewatch and Toy Odyssey, The Lost and the Found. Mm -hmm. Thursday, we have Virginia, which we have a review coming soon for. Yep. And then on Friday, we have The Bunker and Eventide, Slavic Fable. And then, so yeah, the big titles this week are probably Dear Esther and NBA 2K17. Um, And then the following week is... FIFA 17, Forza Horizon 3, and XCOM 2. So, a big week the following week. Expensive week. Excellent. Okay, guys, uh, thank you for your time, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Catch you later.